0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This week on Spanky's Corner, a podcast. It's not even because I kissed Nick Carter. But
0: well, you always remember your first.
1: I'm so not hood. My bones are like better than ever, baby. You don't believe
0: what you've done. <laughs> I'm with your girlfriend right now.
1: Get out of the way, you f***ing Yahoo. <laughs> Why don't you stay at home with your mom and some ointment?
0: Embrace the lips of Nick Carter.
1: He's like, ah, it's cardiac this day. I was about to pick up your inhaler at CVS. Welcome to episode four of Spanky's Corner, a podcast. Thanks for uh, listening again, if we've enticed you so much that you're back, and I'm sorry if this is your first time.
0: But you always remember your first. Yeah. Julia stayed at my house this weekend.
1: I thought you were going to say something else. Like, well, I came back and it smelled like shit or something.
0: It actually did. Did it really? Yeah, but it wasn't you. Like, we left in, like, some uh, something in the refrigerator, and then we threw a bunch of things out.
1: Oh. I tried to take out your garbage, but I couldn't figure out where your garbage And you did were. dishes,
0: too, which was very nice. Yeah.
1: You guys let me stay at your place over the weekend, which is a very nice place. I had a great time. Um, The reason why, by the way, is because I don't think we've ever actually addressed this yet on the podcast. I'm in the process of moving again. Um, And for those of you who know me, knows I just moved to Chicago like four months ago. But when it's the winter, you don't realize where the hood's at because nobody's outside. (laughs) (laughs) poor julie just
0: dodging bullets
1: oh my god it is so scary and i don't mean to laugh about it when i say it because it i'm really am terrified because i i work so late so um yeah there's a gang who lives two streets behind us and i don't know if i'm saying this properly but like the ceo or the president or the boss (laughs) i'm so not hood
0: we gathered that okay the head of the gang
1: Okay, he's out of prison, and that's why all these shenanigans are happening again, because he's trying to reclaim his turf. In your little tiny neighborhood. There's, like, news articles out about it, so I have to move, and, like, I- texted you on monday and i was like well thank you for letting me stay at my your place it was clearly necessary because somebody hopped the gate into our place and like just decided we don't need a railing anymore on our on our (laughs) on our stairs so they ripped off the railing and it now it's just into oblivion and thank you for offering to let me stay at your house you find
0: anything creepy in our place
1: i did look at all your photos did you get my note no oh i left you a note by one of your photos i said randy looks like a sexy dolphin trainer So, one where you guys are like super young, and you're like in like you guys have like zip up like. Actually, I took a picture of it on my phone. Look how tan she is. Like she looks like she's. That was she, our honeymoon. She's like, I'm Randy. Do you want to see the dolphin do a flip?
0: See, she stayed hot, and I just became me. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Look how handsome I looked in that picture, She
1: though. did send me a photo of you, though, um, of you when you were just like a, a youngster. You looked like Lance Bass
0: Yeah, no mixed deal. with
1: Joey Fatone.
0: I yeah, problem is I got the worst parts of both.
1: But you had blonde, spiky hair. I, I would say you favored more in Lance than Joey.
0: I was not shy with the frosted tips. But um,
1: I-, I mean, I could go on for years oh. about how Backstreet Boys is by far... The Superior Band.
0: How dare you?
1: Wonder why they broke up because only one person in the band was talented. Wow. Joey Fatone, what are you doing now? Hair restoration commercials.
0: Okay. First of all, he's all over. He's always on Impractical Jokers.
1: JC Chazé is just like always trying to host stuff that like makes no sense for him. Like, why are you hosting the show with the Jabberwockies? I forgot what it was called. Backstreet Boys through and through. It's not even because I kissed Nick Carter.
0: You kissed Nick Carter? In Vegas. On the lips?
1: Yeah. I don't don't know if it was an accident or on purpose, but it happened and like, holy shit, my whole life was made.
0: Please tell me the story.
1: So we went to Vegas two years ago. The Backstreet Boys were doing the residency and my boss at the time um, hooked us up and got us like the tickets and VIP. So, but in the VIP room, like it's just tons of champagne and like we're in Vegas. So there's really never a time that we're not drunk. (laughs) We waddle on into that, to that meet and greet and... We took this photo where they look like they're proposing to us, which is was super cute except how he has bad knees so we couldn't get down on his.
0: You know who doesn't have bad knees? Anybody in sync.
1: I I do not think that is true. Joey Fatone's knees don't look stable for Great a day. Great. Like
0: I could play football right now.
1: Anyway, so towards the end like I I was drunk and I was like it, literally in Nick Carter's arms, so I turned to him and I was just like I love you. Like I, never like that with celebrities like we know better with our job and like i never lose my cool over anybody nowadays but like i just i I was with my childhood best friend in that moment too so it just like made me feel like i was seven again so i just turned to him and i was like even though i was drunk off champagne and about to kiss someone and he i think like he grabbed like my back and like went to lean in and i think he went for my cheek but drunk me was just like ah I don't know. I don't remember. I just feel like there's no way he went to kiss me on the mouth, like, but on his own regard, like, what you
0: couldn't see right. There was Julia turned her head very quickly and violently <laughs> to the right to embrace the lips of Nick Carter mouth open. Wow. Did you get a little tongue?
1: No, we didn't mouth open kiss. It was just a pack, but I like, I don't remember turning my head, but I just like after two years now of going over this moment, I just feel like there, there's no way like he's just kissing girls and meet and greets on the mouth.
0: Not just anybody. It was you.
1: So then Kevin was staring at my friend's tits the whole time. Natalie, great boobs. One of the other girls turns to him and goes, where's the after party at? And they're like, oh, it's in Paris Hotel. Like, then Kevin, I think, said, "Just say the name Eddie when you guys get there. You'll be good." We're like, "Okay." So we looked online. You could buy tickets to this thing after. They were only forty bucks. We would have bought them anyway. But we're like, "Let's just try out the name Eddie." So we go to the show, go to Paris Hotel after, and there's this long ass line of people like wrapped all the way around. My friend's like, "Let's just try it out." She goes to the front of the line. She goes, "We're with Eddie." They shove us all past these line of girls. We're inside the venue, and these people walk up to us like somebody who works at the venue, and it was like, "Oh hey, Blake, blah blah blah." And we're like, "We're with Eddie," and they give us a booth and bottle.
0: Just like that. Just
1: like that. So then, like, the guys come out, and they performed a song, but then, like, their after party was more Kevin hosting, like, the way I would host at Luna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Luna's a club. You weren't dead in Detroit. Right. How many times did he yell, make some noise? A lot. All the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, but they were, like, all roped up by, like, Sanjins. Like, you couldn't get back there. After an hour of drinking, we're like, let's just go try. Like, Eddie's been pretty good to us so far. So we walked up and we saw like this hot ass like Asian girl trying to get in and like they denied her and we're like, oh, there's no way. Like she's like 10 times better looking than us. Like if she didn't get in, we're fucking chopped liver. So we're like, we're with Eddie and they lifted up that pole and we got inside and now we're in this back area with the Backstreet Boys talking to Howie about his knee replacement and talking to Kevin about the red boots he chose to wear on stage and that how he was a little scared to wear them, but he'm happy he took the fashion risk.
0: Back in Nick Carter's arms where you belong.
1: Right back in. Nick Carter's arms.
0: So did you kiss again?
1: No, Uh, I told him about, actually I told him I smoked weed with his brother and he didn't like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Spanky's Corner. A podcast. A Pennsylvania man allegedly tried to kill his wife on Saturday after he dreamed that she was cheating on him.
1: I can relate to that.
0: What do you mean you can relate to trying to kill Josh? Mm
1: -hmm. I have dreams. He's a nightmare to me in my dreams. I get that that's actually what what you would qualify as a nightmare. Like, I don't know how to describe him besides like a son of a bitch. Like, he has cheated on me multiple times in my dreams. He's like left me places. He got mad at me once for interrupting him on another date. And it even got worse when i started taking magnesium
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait what does magnesium have to do for it isn't magnesium for like your bones and stuff
1: yeah but i take it at night and it like makes my dreams it's like i swear on my life every since i started taking magnesium it's made my dreams super vivid like i've even googled it like does magnesium like mess with your dreams and it's a thing
0: so then when you wake up after your vivid josh cheating on you dream are you like still pissed at him like for yeah. the entire day
1: yeah i mean i don't like I don't like punish him for it, but I'll like text him and I'll be like, I'm still like, upset. Like I need him to kind of apologize for his actions. So like, I'll text him and I'll be like, you won't believe what you did. Wait, you
0: make him apologize for things that you that
1: he no, did? No, I your don't dreams. make him apologize, but I just like need to talk to him about it to feel better. So I'll I'll text him and I'll be like, you were such a dick last night. I can't believe you. And he's like, what do you mean? We like just FaceTimed and like talked about like what we're going to do this week. And I'm like, no, in my dreams.
0: Have you ever thought about killing him? Because this woman in the story, the guy woke up, he said, I loved you and now I'm going to kill you. The wife was able to fight him off, ran to her truck, but he allegedly caught her, dragged her back in the garage. She eventually escaped. called 911 and police showed up. She was able to like break free and now he's in jail.
1: I mean, I get it. I'm not even a crazy girlfriend, but like these dreams like mess me up and I don't like that. So I, even, I wake up and I'm like, I tell him every single time, like literally first text. The mo- I don't even think my eyes are open. I'll be like, you don't believe
0: what you've done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he, like, he, I know he's annoyed by now because he's like, what now? Should we call him? Sure.
2: Hello. Hi, Josh. Hi.
0: I'm with your girlfriend right now.
2: <laughs> I thought
0: you might be. <laughs> we we have a little thing that popped up and I'm kind of concerned about it for your safety because I found a story about a Pennsylvania man that it, it was accused of attempted murder after dreaming that his wife was cheating and Julia has informed me that she has multiple dreams about you <laughs> and then wakes up angry and pissed off at you for things that you did in her dreams, even though you're an innocent
2: man.
1: All the time she does that. <laughs> and like, you always have to like, call me down. It's
2: ridiculous. It's like, I, it, it, honest to God, it happens a
0: few times a week. I'm not exaggerating. At least three times a week.
1: It's gotten much worse with the magnesium. Get off the magnesium. No, it's my bones are like better than ever, baby. D-
0: <laughs> Drink some milk. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so the bones are good, but the dreams are bad. Yeah. Now, has she ever threatened you with violence because of things that you've done in her dreams? Not mm, that I recall. It's more just yelling. She's like, oh my gosh, you're such a dick in my dream again last night. And it's her going on and on about what I did.
2: And it would go on for like 20, 25 minutes just explaining in detail what I did. And then I have to explain to her that this isn't real life. (laughs) It's just it's like a subconscious thing. But it's like, she has a hard time figuring out what's real and what's not real. So I take the blood of the punishment every single morning for this.
1: I once had a dream that he was cheating on me and I like walked in on it. So I like ripped his dick off and threw it at the wall and it rolled under the bed.
0: (laughs) Was she hot?
1: I don't remember. Oh. Probably.
0: Obviously. Hey.
1: <laughs> well, I don't like any of this. I didn't do it. <laughs> the man is innocent. He doesn't. He's done
0: nothing but love and care and cherish you.
1: Well, clearly, I'm not the only one who who deals with this. No one guy and he tried to kill his wife. Well, you know That's- what? I get it.
0: Okay, I'm concerned for your safety, Josh. They'd
2: be perfect together. So I don't know. Just. <laughs> Fix that
0: up and begin. Well, I would, except, you know, he's in jail. The whole pesky attempted at murder thing really got to him.
2: Not <laughs> about that.
0: All right, man. Godspeed. I hope you all. Um, I, I, I hope you're doing well. How's St. Louis? Good, man. Just won the
2: championship. Stanley
0: Cup. I don't Yeah, know if you heard. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, know, I heard. So, but the city stole a shithole afterwards, right? 100%. I'll see you this weekend. <laughs>
2: Spanky's Corner.
1: A podcast. In radio, we get a lot of these weird emails sometimes, like, of people suggesting us to interview other people. Like, and it's
0: never anything good, by the way. Never.
1: It's always like somebody who's put out a book that shouldn't have put out a book.
0: What is the nutritional benefit in eating cockroaches?
1: Or it'll be like, would you like to interview a doctor who's done seven colonoscopies <laughs> in the past two months? <laughs>
0: you like, like, yeah, sorry, Jonas Brothers listening audience would absolutely <laughs> love that, Please.
1: But today, I stopped in my tracks. And what's interesting is Sonic actually walked in here today and brought this up, too, because he was on this email. So this woman who I think does, yes, it says public relations coordinator. So she does PR for a website that sets up sugar daddies and sugar babies. So there's 20 million members on this website. And they pulled from all of them to see where the sugar daddies live in Chicago. It uncovered that the north, northwest, and far north side are home to over 1,000 sugar daddies alone. That so makes Streeterville. sense. Streeterville. Right here by the station, 319 sugar daddies just waiting to drop it, which like, where are you on my way to work?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not surprising. If you live in Streeterville, you got money.
1: Right. But like, I didn't have to get so excited over my $6 rotisserie chicken (laughs) that I walked in with today. You just
0: need a man in Streeterville. (laughs) Well, yeah, if you go by Viagra Triangle on any given night, you will see 40-year-old dudes running around and just trying to pick up 19-year-old girls and give them a better life. Oh, hey, Sonic. It's funny you walk in the studio, right, when we were talking about this.
1: I would say for science and work, um, I've made a seeking arrangement profile, but I've done it using, like, you with, like, the woman filter on Snapchat.
2: <laughs> oh, that's going to get you so much money.
0: We're going to find you a sugar daddy, bro.
1: So, I'm already started to fill out your profile. I made your username, horse rider, XOXO, because I thought it was, like, sweet, but sexual. You're 24. <laughs>
0: Obviously <laughs>
1: you're five, three and curvy. I still put Asian. So now this is the interesting part. You cook what you're seeking. So I clicked, you're seeking a luxury lifestyle, but there's also active lifestyle, flexible schedule, emotional connection, attentiveness, <laughs> Um, I put all ethnicities for you. I put that you want designer clothing and accessories.
0: It sounds like his actual Bumble profile.
1: Fine dining. <laughs> um, ooh, I like. Minus this. the twenty four.
0: <laughs> Plus twenty four.
1: In- investor. Life of leisure. Life of leisure. Mentorship.
2: Can you
0: just throw in
2: CBD King?
1: <laughs> this is like the same like things you get at a college.
0: This website is just nothing but girls that are. They might as well just put. I just want to go on a boat this so, summer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just. I just want to well, hang out. Let me know when I get a free dinner. I'll go.
1: Well, there's no. You can click no strings attached. Should we do that one?
0: Oh, no. i put out. i put out. Okay. You do.
1: Online only, open relationship, passport ready, platonic, rent assistance... <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yo! You're gonna get your 400 square foot. Condo. Yeah. Pay, for it, bro. Pay my rent. I'll do anything. Like seriously, check all of the boxes. Whatever boxes they have, check them. Don't try to steal my rent money either. Like if this works out for me, horse rider <laughs> XOXO, and then you come in there and honestly, swoop, you're you the, as controlling a woman, per- I'm gonna profile. be surprised
1: if it, how this does. Okay, so we need a heading. When you're on the dating apps, what's something in a girl's bio that gets you?
0: Catching flights, not feelings. No, I saw that on someone's Instagram. That was a good one. Yeah, Stupid. wow. That's an inspirational <laughs> quote right there. Yeah. Okay, I gotta go <laughs> out.
1: <Ow. laughs> I don't think
0: you could say that, can you?
1: I don't know. Should the heading be Hey Daddy?
0: Young, hot, and ready to
1: trot. <laughs> <laughs> no, hot to trot like pony. It fits with the username. Kind <laughs> of does. Oh yeah, it kinda does. Yeah. It's a brand. What should her name be?
0: It's gotta be like a Jennifer or an Susie. Amanda. Susie? What is she's a not a seventy-four year old grandma?
1: Lindsay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lindsay with an E, though.
1: Those are always the those those are, are, are fun Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: No offense to the Lindsays with the A. The but-
1: Lindsay with an A, though, you just like, you know what I mean. You're more type A. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> 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 All right, thanks. Hey there, I'm Lindsay.
0: I live in Lakeview.
1: I'm an MBA student at DePaul.
0: So do you post it yet or what? How many yeah. more questions do you have to have?
1: Um, I'm verifying the account. Julie, jump in, Perez.
0: Oh, dude, you have to come in here
1: what you do? It's like a, it's a networking site for sugar daddies and sugar babies. So I made a fake profile with Sonic with the woman filter on him. (laughs) (laughs) His
0: name is Lindsay with an E. Is the best. Horse Rider XOXO. (laughs) (laughs) It has to do with picking on Sonic. He was just in here. He was actually down with it. Of
1: course he was. I literally texted him, come in here, and I go, let me take a picture of your face so I can make you a dating profile as a woman. He didn't even ask another question. He was like, okay.
0: (laughs) He probably said, do you want me to dress up? Because I got the perfect outfit for it. Dude, that's true. Like He didn't even bat an eye. I didn't think about that.
1: He posed. He posed. He was like, sure. And then he was like, do you want another one? (laughs) Oh, my God. Special, special guy. (laughs) We got an offer. Hello, I'm yeah. Keith. I noticed your profile, and I would like to be the man for you and can also be your sugar daddy. I'm willing to take good care of you by giving you an allowance of $700. Whoa. Text me on phone number, or you can add me on kick. Let's talk better, babe. Distance is not a problem. I work in the Air Force.
0: Wait a second. Is that for Sonic?
1: Yeah, it's for Lindsay. Hang on.
0: You know what? 700 bucks is a lot of money. He might take that.
1: Sonic! <laughs> Sonic, come here!
0: Oh, this is going to be good. Sonic!
1: Oh, we got, a, we got a bigger weekly allowance from someone.
0: You Already you have two? We have a
1: counter offer. <laughs> <laughs> two more messages! Two more messages! You have-, you have some offers. You have
0: four messages already, bro. All right,
1: so here's here's another one. You
0: beautiful, beautiful woman. This, Thank you. This,
1: this one's probably the weakest offer you've gotten so far, so just don't fall into this. Hey, baby, I'm David. I'm texting you to get to know you, and I promise a weekly allowance of $500. That's cool. No, you had better ones. Hey, sweet, your profile caught my attention, and I thought I'd give it a shot. Would love to have an arrangement with you if you wouldn't mind you can text me if you're interested in getting spoiled here's my number wow um this was our favorite hello i'm keith i noticed your profile and would like to be the man for you and can also be your sugar daddy i'm willing to take good care of you by giving you an allowance of seven (laughs) hundred dollars
0: yeah keith let's Let's go to the boom boom room baby text
1: me on gives you his number or you can add me on kick let's talk better babe distance is not a problem i work in the air force and then you got this offer Hi, greetings from Morris. How are you? I caught you peeping at my profile. Why don't you write to me? Shy? I also caught you smiling and blushing while reading my note. Don't be shy like me. Write to me and get to know each other better. I will be your sugar daddy and giving you a weekly allowance of $900. Wow! Wow. $900 a
0: week. You've gotten four different offers that are offering you literally hundreds of dollars. Hell yeah. And it's a filtered picture of your face as a woman. I know. We're on to something, guys. Let's make some money. (laughs) See a Sonic.
1: See a horse rider.
0: <laughs> horse rider XOXO. Uh, galloping hey. out the door.
1: People will probably get butt hurt by the fact that we're, like, catfishing people. So I think if we just don't message people back and see the offers he gets and we don't, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah we're not catfishing. This is for yeah. science.
1: Yeah. So we're not going to message anybody back. Just so everybody who thinks is like, oh, my God, you're an asshole. Like, we're not messaging them back. We just made him look like a cute girl.
0: I told you he'd be down. <laughs>
1: Dude, he's so down.
0: That's more than he makes on the radio.
1: He does better on here than he does on Tinder.
0: <laughs> Without a doubt. Julian, would you ever be a sugar daddy? Uh, no. You don't think so? Well, yeah, I was actually then I got divorced. I'm a <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've had sugar daddy offers in my Twitter DMs.
0: Is that how you met Josh? No. <laughs> Spanky's
1: Corner. A podcast.
0: Last week, Julia revealed to everybody her dream job, which, uh, surprisingly enough, isn't here at B96 where we work or on this fine podcast where we also work, but it's um, it's to be a sign designer.
1: Gross rating sign designer for IDOT. You know, the sassy-ass messages you see when you're driving down the highway.
0: Yeah. Um, you, which, which would be a very good job for you, but I don't think it pays what you're looking for.
1: I don't want the pay right away. I just want, like, I want to see that and be like, <laughs>
0: last week uh we we actually went on our radio station twitter and we sent out a plea to anybody who knows anyone that works at the illinois department of transportation or indiana department of transportation because they need some good witty candor over there as well so somebody actually responded back
1: shout out john Stevanovich. apparently there was a contest that i missed out on he said, unfortunately, the dynamic message sign contest is closed for now. So they give safety message categories that you can submit for. There's distracted driving. There's impaired driving, occupant restraint, which means like seatbelts.
0: But you want to get paid, right? Or no?
1: We have been over this. I am fine being an intern for now.
0: But you don't want to submit your... I want
1: I an want office and I want a feather pen. <laughs> I don't think that's a lot to ask, um, especially because I'm going to be keeping people safe. Oh, and I'm sorry, not an office, a writer's room.
0: <laughs> well, what do you say? Do you give you any other information than that? Do you give you like a phone number of somebody we can contact or what? He
1: gave me the website, which has a phone number on it. Well, I tried calling them myself and you get kind of a voicemail situation. Can so, we call them? Yeah. But like, what do I say in the voicemail? Because that's where I froze up the last
0: time. You need to actually give them examples of your creative expertise when it comes to ghostwriting sign design.
1: Okay. Do you want the honest truth? Yes. I don't have anything that I've come up with. I just know I would be good at it. (laughs) What are you talking about?
0: (laughs) No. Last week, you had a couple of different, (laughs) (laughs) put your phone down, Jeff.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So I'll say, put your phone down, Jeff.
0: And the Old Town Road one.
1: I think that one's kind of stupid now. Buckle up, Tatiana. (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, it's again, it's just something I'll lightly pitch when I'm in my writer's room and when I have, like, a bunch of my ideas.
0: Who else is going to be in this writer's room with you? What do you envision once you get into that writer's room?
1: Like me and Andy Samberg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, why don't you just make your pitch and and just say, look, obviously, you know, I'm good at what I do. I, I work at B96.
1: You know how when our listeners want something from us, they um, always work in some sort of impalement? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like American Idol? Yeah. Honest to God, this happened. When I worked in Detroit, somebody wanted tickets. I think it was to Ed Sheeran because it was a bigger artist, I remember. So what they said was, my mom was diagnosed with eczema this week. And I was like, oh, I am so sorry.
0: The only thing that would make her feel better is if I went to Ed Sheeran and met him backstage.
1: And I was like, why don't you stay at home with your mom and some ointment? <laughs> God, <laughs> brutal. No, I didn't answer her. I just don't answer messages like that. Well, but they always go for some. So I'm gonna say I have cardio induced <laughs> asthma because I don't want to lie, and that is just the only thing I have. I think God. you
0: should actually run that route. We we should call them and let them know because it's it's like American Idol or The Voice. You'd be like, listen to the sound of this angel. What you don't know is Julia has cardio-induced asthma and it's prevented her from singing and basically breaking out of her shell. But here on The Voice tonight, she's going to do it.
1: So cardio-induced asthma only affects me like once a year.
0: <laughs> like when the seasons it's, change? It's
1: literally just when the seasons change and I'll be like in a fitness class and I just start coughing a lot and it's super embarrassing for me because I have to like step aside and wheeze.
0: I think you should tell your story of your hardship.
1: I have, a, I have an inhaler now. <laughs> I don't know how to use it, so I haven't. <laughs>
0: I think I think you just say who you are. Okay. I think you talk about your ailment and about how you've been able to overcome do I, it.
1: Do I start with the ailment? Say recently I've been diagnosed.
0: Yes, Diagnosis is a good word. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very official.
1: I've been diagnosed by a specialist. Um, it's just my family doctor I've had since I was six. I still, still saw my pediatrician while in my 20s. And he's like, ah, it's cardiac deuce. i was about to pick up your inhaler at CVS.
0: Okay, but they don't need to know all that.
1: I know. I'm just... I'm you just, leave that part out. I'm working this out.
2: You have reached the Illinois Department of Transportation. Please leave a detailed message now.
1: Hello. Uh, My name is Julia and I work for B96, the radio station here in Chicago. Um, I have been recently a big fan of your guys' sassy, fun, quirky signs that you guys have. And I just feel like with my experience in radio, I would be above bar for this. Um, And it just like would be really nice ever since I've been diagnosed with my condition. You see, about six months ago, I was diagnosed with cardio-induced asthma. It's really been hard on me when I work out. I start to wheeze, and I've even been given an inhaler. I'm a worker, and I'm very self-efficient, so I've worked through these trying times and, you know, still kept my job on the radio, and now I would love to design your signs. I have this whole campaign in mind where we just call people out by name because so many people are just named the same dumb stuff nowadays. So I'm thinking like Eyes on the Road Jeff. Or maybe, you know, we get real hip to the kids with the times with Buckle Up Tatiana. It's one I just wrote. I was really proud of. I'm willing to start with whatever you guys will offer me. Um, I can be reached at or Julia at B96.com. Let me know. Nicely done. Do you think it sounded like too not serious? Because like, I didn't mean for it to not sound serious because I am sincerely want to do this.
0: Do you sincerely have cardio-induced asthma? Yes. Then it was 100% serious. Dude, I love the fact that their message thing, apparently you can talk on it forever. You know what? Mm -hmm. That was very brave. And I'm very proud of you. You know what we should do for real? Have an artist, a summer bash artist call.
1: Or next week when we interview Alessia Cara. She has like a lot of songs about like strength and shit. Like she (laughs) can... (laughs)
0: <laughs> Hi, IDOT. This is Alessia Cara calling on behalf of my friend Julia. Um, you might know her from her clever, witty antics on Twitter, and also her exercise-induced asthma, which she's been very brave to overcome. <laughs> oh, by the way, we're interviewing Alessia Cara next week on this podcast. Oh no, it's going to air the week after. She's in on Thursday, Oh, so you're two right. weeks, two episodes. Hopefully, if she doesn't cancel, Spanky's Corner,
1: a podcast.
2: What's up guys? How are you? What's up, Hi, Bazzi? Bazzi? Just chilling, man. Just chilling. Just just got done working on some music. Hanging out
0: Where are you by the way Because uh, Are you at like The record label
2: office No I'm actually In New York Just in, uh, in my place right now
0: Yeah because when We were on hold Waiting for you to come up There was a song That was on And we really liked it We were going to have you Put us back on hold <laughs>
2: <laughs> The whole music was lit <laughs> It was good yeah
1: But hey I really like Focus I was listening to that While I was cleaning today
2: Hey thank you very much I appreciate it
1: Yeah is that going to be Part of a new album
2: Yeah it's definitely Going to be a part of uh, One of the projects I have coming
1: What made you decide to pair up with 21 Savage?
2: I thought the record had, you know, a little bit of like a darker tone to it. And I thought he could bring a really cool energy to the record. And he did his thing 100%.
1: I kind of like the tone of the record. I like that it was like very like R&B feeling, you know, because I know some of your stuff is pretty pop, but that was like very R&B and I liked it a lot. For
2: sure. Thank you so much.
0: How do you get hooked up with 21 Savage? Is he like a guy that you've known or met somewhere along the line? Or is he, or is it just something as simple as, sliding into his dms to try and get that hook up (laughs) and the collaboration
2: yeah yeah it was it was more like that um my people reached out to his people and um you know he was a fan apparently and uh i sent him the record and he he really liked it so it's good to
0: have people bozzy
1: uh did khalid ever hit you back (laughs) because i saw you on his instagram post of him asking for a collaboration and you just said hello (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my, that's, yeah, yeah, that, that's my boy we, all, we always talk about it I mean, maybe not on that song that he posted But for sure, I, I, we will definitely make music together soon enough
0: They said before you got on You're going to be doing some calls internationally What, you're doing some worldwide stuff today?
2: I guess so I kind of just show up and, you know, pick up my phone And, you know, do what I got to do So I'm actually not too sure what I have planned after this but...
0: <laughs> So you have no idea You have no idea where you're calling next?
2: I do not. Do you know where you're calling now? Yes, I do. I'm talking to my my lovely ones at B96. Yeah!
1: Bozzy, I actually... um, Come on. I'm actually <laughs> new here. I've interviewed you, though, in Detroit. I used to work at Amp Radio.
2: Oh, no way.
1: Yeah, I'm Julia. I have, like, the colorful hair. I don't know if you remember, but I interviewed yeah, you, like...
2: I totally, I totally remembered you, and I, that's funny, because as soon as you said... Like from Detroit, I like recognize your voice. You had purple hair, right?
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> now, if I said I'm the basic white guy that talked to you at Lollapalooza last year, would you remember me?
2: Uh, you know what's funny is I actually do remember you too. Thanks, bud. Aww, you're so sat, nice. We sat. We sat. We sat. We were, in, we were in on that tent, right? It was, like, inside the tent at B96 to the left of where I was sitting.
0: You know, we just had a moment. I feel like you've really boosted our confidence here in the B96 studios, and for that, we thank you.
2: <laughs> That's good to hear, man. Well,
1: yeah, so I'm here now, and we'll be seeing you um, next weekend for Summer Bash. A lot of our listeners are really excited. Um,
2: yeah, I'm so excited. Every time I go to Chicago, the love, there's always so great. I'm really excited about that.
1: What other projects are you working on now besides new music?
2: Right now, it's honestly been really fun focused and like, centered on music. That's kind of my world right now, but I'm starting up some ideas and kind of moving towards other things. A couple of business ventures I have ideas for that I'm going to start putting in motion pretty soon, but it's pretty hard to, you know, I'm the type of guy I like to give hundred percent of my focus into something. So right now that's definitely music for me. And at some later time, it definitely may be something different. Music definitely has my attention right now. What about
0: acting for you? It seems like you would be a good actor.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna get into film at some point. Um I'm actually, you know, constantly writing down ideas and stuff that I'd want to almost maybe write before I even start in it, or if I start in it at all.
0: You know how I know you'll be good at it is because you said film and somebody like me would say movies. <laughs> Before you get here, and um, do, do you know Bryce Vine? Have you ever run into Bryce Vine in any of your travels?
2: I don't think we've ever ran into each other, no.
0: We asked him this question, so we're going to ask you the exact same thing. Is there anything specifically you need in your hospitality rider that uh, you know, people might leave out? or We just want to make sure we're here for you and make sure your, your dressing room is fully stocked.
2: My, my my tour manager Jordan, he's got we got a downtown lock now. We have uh, I mean we got the whole array of snacks. It's very important, but I think the most important for me is uh, I always we always get grapes, and then I have like a trash can shootout with the grapes. Um, you know, practice my jumper. I just shoot them. Yeah, we play basketball with the grapes. <laughs> um. They- Big, big part
1: of my rider for sure. Okay, Bazi, do you need anything from CVS? <laughs> it's right by our office, and we're bringing people that are on summer bash items from CVS with our corporate card. Man, I
2: would say toothbrush because we travel so much. So we said, yeah, I always just grab a
1: new toothbrush. Color preference? Uh, let's
2: go. Let's go. Uh, let's keep it, let's keep it classic. Let's go blue.
1: Okay,
0: blue's a good choice. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Toothbrushes are key, yeah. man. Good dental hygiene is very important while while traveling very very important.
1: How's oh, the writing yeah. been going? Uh anything been inspiring you lately in particular? Same same,
2: like same things as always. I think the inspiration has changed, but just things that make me feel something. Um the writing's been really good. It's been re- really freeing recently because, you know, being in the in this game a little bit longer, you know, different different problems and different, you know, battles kind of Come to you, um, so it's been really freeing to be able to talk about them. I'm always grateful for music to be able to just get stuff off my chest. Um, yeah, it's been incredible. So much, I'm so excited to share. What are you most proud of? I definitely say this new music I'm making, like right now, is definitely what I I put the most pride in. It's just it's so different and it's so innovative, and I'm just really excited to put it out there to inspire other people and get the wheel turning. Um, yeah.
1: Do you feel like listening to Cosmic now, like you've grown so much since those songs and maybe there's some you don't relate to anymore because it was uh, a year and a half ago or probably two and a half years since you've written it?
2: Yeah, well, I I definitely think there's a a bunch of stuff that I don't necessarily relate to now just because, you know, it's maybe out of my life or over, but I still have so much respect for it and almost can still connect to all the songs because they all came from such literal and real places.
1: Well, for sure. I mean, are you still drinking as much Hennessy as you sing about? <laughs> you know
2: what? I'm, I'm not. I'm actually not. I, I rarely drink Hennessy now. I'm, I'm much more of a tequila guy now and a whiskey guy. Um, yeah, I've, I've upgraded my, my uh, spirit drinking.
1: I was honestly, when you put that song out, though, I think you were like 19 or 20. I was impressed at that age that you were drinking Hennessy. I'm like, at that age, I was drinking like Burnett. So what are we talking Mad Dog about? 2020s. The <laughs> <laughs> only
0: song I
2: was drinking now. <laughs>
0: All right, Bozzy. It's been real. I can't wait to see you. Great talking to you guys.
2: Excited to see you
1: too. Yeah. Are we going to hear the new song performed at Summer Bash too, by the way? Um, I don't know.
2: I, maybe. I think I might. I'm going to try and get it figured out. I've obviously never done it live yet,
0: so. We always like to be the first, Bozzy. You always remember
2: the first. A hundred percent. Okay, okay, okay. I got you.
0: All right, man. I know you got to call Germany or Slovenia or someplace like that, so um, tell them we said hello. Yeah, I will.
2: Sounds good. Be a good human being and subscribe, rate, review the mess you just heard. Thanks.